Good morning and welcome to another episode of the Searle Media Marketing Podcast. It is Monday morning, October 29th, 2018, and we are ready to go with another episode. Today, I want to continue our series on small business and efficient marketing within that sector. And so it's not really a situation where you have to go back and listen to the first episode, the second episode, those types of things from uh, yesterday and the day before. I feel like they can stand alone on their own, but I do need to inherently reference them because today we're going to talk about optimizing your opt-in marketing, emails, text messages, those kinds of things to make sure that people are opening your emails, reading them, consuming the kind of content you want them to consume. And so by nature, we're going to have to hop back and just quickly reference those first two things that we talked about, which was number one, knowing who your audience is through analytics, through call tracking, through understanding who's walking in your front door, because once you understand your audience, then you know what kinds of things they're looking for, how you can provide content that they will open, that they will read, that they provide, uh, or that they think they have value in. And then keeping that content on target, which is something we'll expand on in today, but making sure that once you know that audience, you're providing the types of emails and, and information that they want through social media posting, advertising, that kind of thing. So uh, first off, you know, let's discuss the different types of options that you have here. And really, we're going to focus on two. Email marketing, which has been around for a long time, and most of you probably already know how to do. And then text message marketing, which is the kind of, obviously, text messaging has been around for a while, but it's just now starting to come into its own as far as marketing goes. And I think that's more a consequence of the fact that people are ignoring emails and most of them open text messages, even if they don't read the marketing ones, and sometimes we'll get irritated by them. So the problem inherently with email is not that people don't prefer email. They do. Uh, Recent survey, 86% plus, depending on the survey that you look at, prefer email. Of course, some could be a little bit less, but email shows really no signs of slowing down because of how simply effective it is in communication. The problem is, is that there's a ton of it out there. Uh, No one is going to their email inbox and and being really excited to look through all the subscription newsletters that they signed up for at their favorite retailers because in most cases they know that almost all of these emails are simply offering a deal or a special or saying buy, 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 buy. And where you can really stand out and get a local following who will open your emails and will consume your content and read also with the framework of possibly buying at your business is by consistently providing value and proving to the people that you're sending emails to that every time they open your email, they're going to get something valuable. And that's a long, hard play, like it is, uh, because most people have been trained in their brains, this is just spam and I'm going to hit delete on it, even if I ask for it. So it's definitely an uphill battle that you have to face and climb when you're trying to tell people this. But if you're open and upfront with people in the beginning, I think you're going to get half the battle done right off the bat, as long as you prove, you back up what you're saying. And so this is part of the opt-in process. Obviously, you don't want to send emails to anybody who didn't opt-in, maybe even use a double opt-in through a service like MailChimp or Constant Contact or something like that. But uh, you, you know, you want to make sure that the people who you're sending emails to want to receive your emails. And then during that sign-up process, I feel like is really your opportunity to do that initial communication, deliver that initial promise, and then make sure that people are getting what you promise them. So let's look at an example. Someone's in your store. You're obviously trying to collect their email address through whatever means you can. 
uh, business card drop-in form, asking them in person, having a, a tab they can say, you know, a piece of paper they can sign up and write down things on, whatever it may be. Uh, you should be trying to collect email addresses for for different marketing methods. But during that process, I think is is your opportunity to say, you know, we'd like to send you a weekly, daily, monthly newsletter, but we're really not going to be focused on selling cookies or yoga classes or coffee or whatever my business is. We are instead going to be focused on providing value to you. And so if I'm a coffee shop, again, we talked in social media yesterday about if I'm at a coffee shop, then focus on my beans or my new grinder or my new experience or my new music that I'm playing or whatever. The same thing translates to emails. You just don't have to create as much content around it. So look at your last few social posts that you've come up with for the month of whatever and take the four best of those, combine them, expand them, and put them into an email and you've got your content done. So it really doesn't take you that long to come up with this stuff because you can use content that you've already used on social in ads and on social in email and on whatever. So really during the signup process, again, is your opportunity to say that we're going to provide value to you every single time we send this. Only a tiny fraction is going to be focused on the deal or coming in or loyalty or whatever it may be. Would you be willing to then sign up for our newsletter based on that? And I believe that most people will probably agree to do that who would have been willing to receive email marketing in the beginning. There's going to be a lot of people who just won't give you their email address because they won't give it to anybody. Don't feel offended based on that. But the if you can provide value and say, I'm going to stand out in your inbox, I promise you I will, and if not, there's going to be an unsubscribe button there. Or you can just call us or tell us next time you're in the shop for coffee, and we'll take your email address off of it. But we really want to provide value, you know, even go a step further and say, we'd love to hear your feedback. So if you get the first email and you think that this isn't valuable to you, well, tell us what would be. And so just having that constant communication with your customers is going to break down a barrier with them to begin with. And the same thing goes for text messaging. Now, people right now take their phones and their privacy on their phones a lot more seriously than they do their emails. And the reason for that is because they haven't been getting a lot of text message advertising. It's been coming, you know, you get the coupons from JCPenney's and Kohl's and other places like that, but it's not been as pervasive yet. And so it's kind of irritating when you get one of those things and you're expecting that beep or that message tone to always be from a friend or a family member or something important that you need to check. And when it's not, it becomes kind of, oh, it's just that. So here it's even more important, I feel, to be transparent with people if you're going to do text messaging and really text messages again are short messages and so this is a different type of content from emails but the same type of mythology or methodology that you're trying to cover here and that is that you want to make sure you provide value and you want to make sure you're giving people something they need now in the case of text messages since these are so short oftentimes these will be discounts or codes or things of that nature that you can use to um, you know, provide value that people want. And so some of the examples here are just making sure that people know when you're going to text them that, hey, this is a text messaging service that's going to focus on deals. And so if you're interested in, you know, first 200 people into the coffee shop, get 50% off a cup or, you know, the new flavors here and we only have limited quantities type thing. There are a lot of people who are interested in that. You just have to be very careful at how frequently you send it and what that content contains, and making sure double-fold that you have people's not only permission to text message them, but you've outlined a clear method to allow them to stop if they want to do that in the future as well. 
So that's the first part, making sure people are opted in, making sure you're providing value to them, making sure they understand what to expect so you can cut through that clutter. And then the second piece to the puzzle is targeting. And again, this kind of goes back to keeping content on target from yesterday in social media, but let's assume you're a coffee shop. You're naturally going to have a couple different types of audiences, right? You've got maybe some older people who will come into the coffee shop and sit there in the morning and talk with friends and family members and whatever else. Um, you know, and maybe you've been doing that consistently for several years and you've seen the same types of people. And then you've got the younger crowd who comes in maybe an hour later to sit and work and maybe they're staying there for two or three hours at a time. And then, you know, whatever, everybody's different, whether you're at a coffee shop or a yoga studio, whatever, you've got different people for different things. If you're a gym, you've got people interested in boxing and some people interested in, you know, Muay Thai or something else. Um, and so you can segment these people. So you create lists based on people who are interested in, you know, boxing or they're interested in self-defense or whatever it may be. And then you put these into separate lists instead of all together in the same one. That way when you send an email or a text message that you're focusing specifically on an interest of that person. You know, another good example is again with Insider Perks who we've been dealing with with campgrounds for so long is they have these deluxe cabins at their campgrounds. And just because you stay in a deluxe cabin, which is kind of like your hotel guest, doesn't mean you want to see any information on RVing because you don't own an RV. So segmenting that can be a really powerful tool to make sure that people are opening emails as well. So quick summary then, you really just want to make sure that again, you are optimizing your opt-ins. You want to make sure that you are getting people's permission, that you're understanding what they want to see and how you can provide value, especially in emails. And then you want to make sure that you're following up and consistently delivering that value. And if you feel like you can't deliver that value, if you can't, if you feel like you can't figure out any content to put in that email, then don't send it. That's the easiest thing to do because it's better to not send an email and have someone ask where it is than to send an email that is not what you're promising or not what people are expecting because then you're going to lose their trust. So really appreciate you guys joining us for another episode of the Servo Media Marketing Podcast. We will see you tomorrow.